Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Hard Currency, the Financial Times weekly podcast on the $5 trillion foreign exchange market. I'm Roger Blitz, and this week has been dominated by the pound and the euro. Theresa May's surprise decision to hold a snap election was loved by the forex market. The pound rose 2.7% to the giddy heights of $1.29. It's a bit off now, but even so, when did we last see that kind of territory and why the rise? Apparently, investors think holding an election now paves the way for a softer or smoother Brexit. Are they right? And the euro is bouncing around, trying to work out which two of the four leading French presidential candidates will make it past Sunday's first round to next month's runoff. What are the permutations for the euro? To answer these questions, Roger Hallam is here. He's the currency chief investment officer at JP Morgan Asset Management. Roger, welcome. The snap election, a surprise decision. What about the reaction of the market? Was that a surprise? No, I, I think it, the market reaction to the, the to the snap election is reasonable. Um, I think you know there, there are two schools of thought that the snap election allows uh, uh, Prime Minister May to consolidate and grow her majority, mm-hmm. and that allows for a, um, a a soft approach for Brexit in terms of she will be less de- um, dependent on the hard Brexiteers for to maintaining her majority in the House of Commons. I think it also gives greater scope for transitional arrangements, so that probability of a, a cliff exit yes. becomes lower. This is because the next election is now 2022 rather than just you know within months of the Brexit negotiation deadline. Indeed. But I think there's another school of thought, which I think is also reasonable in that May herself was already pursuing a reasonably hard Brexit stance because she wants control of immigration and the legal system. And that isn't conducive to the four freedoms that would be required if you're going to accept free movement of people. Mm. So a game changer then for Sterling, do you, that's been some of the commentary this week, do you agree? Um as I say, I think there's two schools of thought on exactly what, what a conservative majority um, would mean. I think you know, more tactically, um, you know, I, I am the markets are very confident that the there will be a strong conservative majority as as, a, as, as an outcome of this snap election. Um, I think I think we've got to be careful. You know, polls have tripped up markets yes. a couple of times in the last couple of years, and and. If we got to a scenario that um, the Lib Dems were kingmakers, i.e. there wasn't a, a clear outcome of this election, that would necessitate a softer approach to Brexit. So I, I sort of feel there the market is too confident in the Conservative majority outcome. I, yes. I, I suspect we see the polls narrow somewhat. And is the market too confident in the idea of a transition deal? Why do we suddenly think the European Union is going to say, yes, of course, if you're only having an election in 2022, of course we'll give you a transition deal. Why do we think that? I think, again, that is a thought, but of course that is the EU's to determine, <laughs> not the UK's to demand. So, again, I, I think the medium-term outfit for Sterling is still quite challenging. I think shorter term, though, you know, a combination of both position, current positioning, which certainly the respective community has been short Sterling and probably still is to a certain degree. And as I say, just that uncertainty in the polls requires probably Sterling to drift a little higher in, in the short term. Yes, yeah, so I suppose we're talking about a new range. Some people are saying 132, 135. I'm not going to draw you exactly what you think. But 
we're kind of off that that territory of 120 to 127 though doesn't it does it feel like that in other words the idea of actually you know a much much lower pound against uh, the dollar is, is is now gone away um I think that is reasonable for the short term. I think we can, as I say, drift into those low 130s prior to the election. Mm-hmm. And then I think we need to see quite what the election gives in terms of outcome. Yes. Um, I still think the medium-term outlook for the UK, assuming we pursue, pursue a reasonably hard Brexit approach, will be quite challenging from an economic standpoint yes. and a capital flow well, standpoint. Well, I was going to ask you, I mean, what, I mean, the other factors that tend to influence sterling, such as the dollar and Trumpflation, tapering in other central banks, the economic data, as you mentioned. Do these go away for the time being or and we just wait for them to come back? I think certainly from a pound perspective, I think the data is less relevant over the next uh, six weeks or yes. so. But more broadly, um, we still remain quite optimistic that the Fed will be able to hike rates at least a couple more times this year and further in 2018. We still see the ECB announcing a tapering move later this year. Yeah. So both will be quite um, uh, conducive to supports for both the yes. pound and the euro. The flip side also, though, is that the forecasting community has continued to be too pessimistic on the outlook for the UK economy. And, of course, the Bank of England has mm. has has started to raise the prospects of rate hikes in the UK. And the IMF said you know, upgraded to 2% this year, this week. Indeed. And so I think the relative monetary policy outlook is less clear in terms of is it negative for sterling or not over the balance of this yes. year, which, again, might argue against plumbing back towards the lows in sterling. It feels like the UK were just bothered by the fact everybody else was having an election. They wanted to have their election as well. So they've got in before others. But, I mean, we, and we have, obviously, the French election on Sunday, which seems to perversely, perhaps, created a, a remarkable calm in the market this week. Uh, the euro is higher. Uh, the options buying has gone soft. Why is the market so complacent if you think they are complacent? Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. We're following exactly the same sort of patterns we saw in the pre-Brexit and the pre-US presidential period where people have been closing their hedges as the polls have moved towards the favoured candidates. You know, the polls... The reason we're moving that way is, as you see, you see Fiona Macron looking very, very strong in the polls. Very strong? I mean, um, they're well, all, str- all stronger candidates yeah. are just on basically the same well, the, ground. Well, the polls over the last couple of days have certainly moved in Macron and yeah. Fiona's uh, yes. favour. Um, and the second round voting still continues to favour both those candidates. Yes. So it's only the uncertainty if you were to get um, sort of a, 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 a Le Pen and Mélenchon um, first round vote. Outside of Which that... It's by no means impossible, is it? It is not, but it is, as I say, the polls have been moving against that in the last couple of days. Um, I think, you know, assuming, assuming we don't get a Le Pen, a Mélenchon runoff, yeah. our view for the euro has been it could trade stronger in the second half to of what? this year. To what? What do you think? We, we think we, our, our sort of long-standing forecast has been a sort of a 110-112 <laughs> forecast for the euro in the second half of this year. That would still leave the euro cheap on a PPP basis um, versus the dollar. But we do have an eye on the political turmoil which we expect next year in Italy. Oh, um, the, the five-star movement are ahead in the polls yes. there. We'd like to have a general election in the in the first half of mm-hmm. next year. And that makes us not want to get too bullish on the euro. So it, it's sort of a, a grind up in the second half of this year. But you know, we're already at 108, so it isn't a particularly yes. um, brave forecast. From Roger, we barely touched on the dollar, and we're not going to touch on it because I want to finish off by asking you, since we've been talking about the euro and sterling, the euro against sterling. This is a very interesting period for this currency pair now. Uh, It seems to be incredibly hard to call. Do you feel that it's got... It is actually very difficult. Or have you got a firm view on that? 
I think once we get past the UK election and assuming we get a Conservative majority, Mm -hmm. which is obviously still the base Mm -hmm. case, we're still very constructive on the European economy where you see the euro is cheap, still running a very large current account um, surplus. We expect strong equity um, inflows into the eurozone over the balance of this year. On the flip side, I still think a hard Brexit scenario will be very challenging for the UK from an economic and from a capital flow standpoint. And that does lead me to still be biased towards higher levels of euro sterling over the balance of this year. Maybe I had been thinking a movement up towards 90. If we get do get a slightly softer approach to Brexit, maybe that it, you have to edge that down a little. But I still think we're heading higher in euro sterling over the balance of this year. Great. Roger Hallam of JP Morgan Asset Management. Thank you very much. Join us again this time next week to digest the French election first round results and to discuss other big currency developments. We've got meetings of the Bank of Japan and the European Central Bank coming up. Until next week's hard currency, it's goodbye.